Hey guys, welcome back to the CEO Unfiltered podcast, where current and first-time entrepreneurs can let loose in an organic and raw conversation about entrepreneurship. Finally, someone gets it. I'm your host, Francisca Francois, CEO and founder of Ava Beauty and full-time entrepreneur. First and foremost, to start off, happy International Women's Day. Now, this month we are celebrating all women, but today specifically is the day that we celebrate women. So make sure you're not just only congratulating and supporting and shouting out your favorite girl boss and entrepreneur, but you're really taking the time to gracefully celebrate all women because honestly, we're all amazing. Women are so powerful. And I feel like sometimes, you know, we're talking about all this empowerment when it comes to women, but we forget that there's a large amount of women that do different things and they all deserve to be fucking celebrated. So let's get into today's episode. So today's episode is called, How I Built a Five-Figure Brand with Only $100. I'm an entrepreneur, as you guys know. I've had my brand for a little over three years now, and I've learned so much. I'm so happy that we got the intro out the way, our first ever podcast episode, and now we're going to the educational base of what this podcast is all about. So in this first episode, I'm going to share with you guys my personal journey and share with you guys tips I've learned along the way that has helped me and others succeed in their businesses. So yeah, I literally started my brand with $100. You guys know I'm a CEO and founder of a amazing cosmetic beauty line called Ava Beauty. You know, we are an indie cosmetic line that offers cruelty-free quality products that caters to all hues and complexions. But what we are known for is giving you luxury cosmetics with affordable pricing and clean beauty. So how we got to that, we're going to discuss it all. You know, for those of you guys who don't know, I am in the beauty industry. I have a huge passion when it comes to beauty. And one of the big things that allowed me to start my brand was my mission behind it. You know, being a woman of color, I saw certain things back then being behind counters and throughout my journey in my industry that I just was like, oh, hell no. We about to sit and let this happen. We about to get in the office. We're about to get on the floor, do whatever we got to do, create some samples and start creating these new products that will cater to not only melanin hues, but all hues because I don't have time for the beauty community to get it together, right? Um, So yeah, so I'm very, very passionate about my industry. But I want to dive in with you guys how I got started three years ago, how I built a five-figure brand, and we are still growing. As a small indie brand that's only been in for about three years, this is huge and this is progress. An independent brand is a brand that is 100% either funded by the founder and CEO or just by the genuine support of the audience and our customers. And that's what we are. No one has dumped a big goal of cash to us just yet. We've been able to support ourselves for three plus years and let's do three plus four. Let's get into it. So when I first started my brand, you know, I did not have everything together. And that's one of the things I really want you guys to hear from this podcast. When you're first starting, you don't need to have a huge master plan. Sometimes literally all you need is to have a mission and a passion. And I promise you, as cliche as it sounds, everything else follows. So the first thing I ever did before starting my brand is I played with samples. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is my problem. There's not enough highlighters for people who look like me. I'm tired of having to use eyeshadow. I'm tired of having to put stuff together 
when there should just be a shade that works perfectly for me. So I played around with samples. You know, I tested many samples before finding ones that work. And then finally, I was able to perfect one sample that worked for darker complexions alongside four others for other hues. So totaling five samples is literally what I started with. So after having my samples, I then manufactured the products, but of course, you know, I had to make sure that these samples actually worked. You know, I used the one for darker complexions on myself, I used friends for the other ones as well, and I was like, you know what? We got it, sis. Like, this is working, I love where this is going. So we got started then. I literally used my friends or people who were willing to help me through the journey and this also allowed me to save money which we'll dive a little bit more into. So this begun the foundation of my diverse cruelty free brand. You know, I had my samples, I manufactured my first five products and then I literally got started. My mission is what really pushed me to get my brand where it is today. Of course, you know, along the way when you are starting a brand, you definitely want to have everything written out. You want to have a business plan. You want to have everything concrete to the bone. But you do not need to do that all in the beginning because trust and believe, it will hold you back because you're going to keep thinking, oh my God, I forgot this. Oh my God, I need to do this. And the more you add to that pile, the more you're stripping yourself away from just starting. And you just need to get started, babe. Just do it. So without having a huge master plan, I just got started. But I'm going to talk to you guys about what I actually did before my actual launch that actually helped my brand tremendously to where it is today. And this is some of the basic things that you need when it comes to starting a brand. So before even launching, you know, I had to get a logo done. I had to create a social media account. My first ever social media platform when it came for my brand was I just used Instagram because at the time Instagram was popular. You know, you see so many brands create an Instagram and now they're a multi-million dollar brand. And plus I knew Instagram and I knew how it worked. I didn't want to go through the hassle of learning a totally new social media platform. So yeah, I got on Instagram, I got my domain, I created my website. I then pre-planned a pre-launch and had the first set of products that I created and manufactured myself. So those were some of the few things that I did before getting started. And then when it came to getting content to start posting on that social media platform, I used myself as a model. I started out with some friends and we did swatches, we created content. And this allowed me to save so much money along the way. When you're first starting out, one mistake a lot of new brands make is feeling that they have to spend all this money to get where they need to be when really you want to try to cut your costs as much as possible because one of my main things was making sure I invested majority of the money in creating quality amazing products that people actually like because quality is what sells and amazing product is what sells but we're gonna dive into that just a little bit more make sure you guys are keeping up if you need a take a pause and write some notes definitely take the time to do that after that i officially launched you know i had in my mind okay this is going to be my launch date we launched february 1st of 2018 and i had you know some of my posts pre-planned i was posting consistently on our social media i was posting consistently on our story and plus i had my own platform at the time too so i made sure to go hard for my brand there as well because a lot of people that knew me there just knew that was all about the makeup so it was no surprise when i started my brand after a year i didn't even realize this at first but i actually did my brand for an entire year and i ran no ads at all 
It was all word of mouth and creating amazing content while having a handful of brand ambassadors that solely be believe in me. When it comes to starting a brand, honestly, you don't need to be doing everything the way someone else is doing it. And I think that's a lot of mistake new business owners do as well. It's because you see someone doing things exactly this way, you want to follow the same blueprint. And what may work for them, I promise you, will not always work for you. You always want to try to pave your own way when it comes to starting your brand or building your brand. But nevertheless, I had an amazing handful of brand ambassadors that solely believed in me. You know, so brand ambassador is basically someone that represents the brand. You send them products, they create with them. You can pay them for paid sponsorships. You can pay them for specific content. But that's what a brand ambassador is. And I always recommend new businesses, whether it's a friend that you know, always try to have at least two to three people that really believe in your brand that is an expert in the industry that you're creating that can give you amazing content because this brings me to my next point. The kind of content you produce matters. Guys, I promise you amazing content sells. As a consumer myself, there's so many times I'll hop on Instagram, see something, save it, and then purchase it. You have to put yourself in the customer's shoes. Being I was already in the field that I created a brand for, I knew what customers found appealing, I knew what caught the eye, I observed my lookalike brands and saw what worked for them. And I was like, you know what, this works for so many other brands, it's such a general thing, let me try this. And the thing about Instagram is that it's so picture savvy. If you see a picture and you like it, you're either going to engage, you're going to react, but in some way, you're going to do some sort of action with that picture. And you have to put yourself in those shoes when you're a business owner because that's what you want your audience to do. You have to ask yourself, do I want my audience to engage with this? Do I want my audience to shop this? Do I want my audience to swipe up? It's all about what call of action are you asking your audience to do? And it's all up to you. You, you call the shots. Don't forget that, sis. Definitely making sure that you really create amazing quality content is such a must when it comes to Instagram because we see our favorite content creators and we want to continue seeing that amazing content that they create. If you're a small brand that literally starts with creating amazing content, then it's literally going to pave the way for you and people are going to know you for what you're doing. Now guys, this is a tip that I think is so important that sometimes I feel a lot of people don't start at first and one thing I believe new businesses go through when they're first starting is you have to believe in the prices. You have to believe in your prices. You don't want to low bar yourself. Quality sells. At the end of the day, Apple isn't going to lower their prices because you can't afford it. Hello, sis. Like this iPhone, it wasn't going to be here unless I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay Apple's prices because I want the quality that Apple produces. I want the quality that this iPhone produces. You're going to find a way to pay for it. And that's exactly how it works for any brand that produces amazing quality. You have to trust your products and what you produce. So honestly, don't low buy your prices. If you know there's another brand out there that has it cheaper, but let's say they're not giving the most amazing quality and you know your quality is 10 times better, trust your price. I promise you people are going to purchase your products for what it is and for what it stands for and for what it gives. Okay, so yeah, don't go by yourself, guys. So this brings me to my next tip. 
The amount of revenue I've made is nothing comparable to my follower count. I'm not saying having followers won't get you sales. In all honesty, most of my sales came from genuine supportive followers. It's so important as new business owners, and I feel like we forget this, to target a new audience no matter what industry you're in. You want to build that audience and not always rely on that same audience support. So basically, if you have 100 followers, for every new launch, you know, of course you want your OG followers to be supporting and purchasing from you, but you can't always expect that. You always want to make sure that you're active on other social media platforms and you're growing a new customer base so you can grow that support. You can grow that 100 followers to 200 to 500 and you're constantly having new people looking at your products and wanting to purchase from you. My amount of sales could have been so much better when I was first starting if I wasn't just relying on my current audience. This was my rookie year. This was one of my many rookie mistakes of being a startup entrepreneur and business owner. But guys, these are some tips. And I promise you, these tips are just tips that really has helped me. And I've passed along to some business owner friends and they have helped them. You don't need to have everything to get started. Just honestly get started. The more that you wait, the more you try to do everything on your checklist, the more you will drive yourself crazy. I know we all get tired of hearing the cliche, consistency is king, or you gotta be consistent, but honestly, your progress and growth depends on being consistent. And another important tip, if I haven't said this already, create a brand you enjoy. If you create a brand due to popularity, sis, you will fail out of love and you will not succeed. It's a lot harder to do something that you're not passionate about. You're literally forcing yourself to learn all this information you're not into just because of money. It should just come out naturally. Honestly, you want to make sure whatever you're doing, you're so passionate about. Like with me, although I love clothes, I don't know nothing about the fashion industry. So for me to start a clothing brand right now would make no sense to me. And I would have to literally go through like a whole schooling process to understand that industry because although I love it, I know nothing about it. So make sure you have some sort of knowledge of the brand that you wanna do, of the business you wanna walk yourself into and you're not just doing it for popularity. I have learned these tips along the way. They have helped me and I have shared this knowledge with other brands which have converted to amazing results. If you guys love the knowledge, please make sure you guys subscribe and rate this podcast. It's what keeps us going and thriving and allows me to continue producing the amazing knowledge you guys want to hear. If you guys are feeling generous, please feel free to support your girl and buy me coffee. In other words, donate to the podcast. There's going to be a link above the actual podcast um, website and you can just go ahead and support. But let's not forget, happy International Women's Day. Make sure you celebrate all women. And in honor of celebrating International Women's Day, International Women's Month, today's quote is, She believed she could, so she did. And just like that, thank you all for tuning in and see you guys in the next episode. Bye.